Welcome to our podcast, All About the Car, brought to you by Sherrill Tire and Service. I'm your host, Rob Hoffman, an auto service specialist with over 44 years of industry experience. Back with me today, our regular guest, Brian Call, a veteran in the automotive industry with over 40 years of experience. Hello, Brian. Hey, Rob. How you doing today? Excellent. And Bill Sherrill, a guy that's been driving a long time, always comes to the table with a lot of great questions. Hello, Bill. Hi, Rob. Today, I'm super excited to be here because I have a lot of questions. I'm I'm glad to have you. Also along on the ride is Jody, team leader of Sherrill Tire and Service in our Marshfield location. Hey, Jody, welcome back to our studio. Well, good morning, guys. It's good to have you here, and let's hop in, buckle up, and hit the road. Today, we're talking about airless tire technology. What? Airless tires. You know, since the beginning of the automobile, the nomadic tire or air-filled tire has always been the way we roll. But also since the beginning, the motoring public has always had to deal with what? The flat Flat tire. tire. Absolutely. It's been just a part of what we get used to. We've come to fear the flat as it's estimated that 60% of roadside breakdowns are tire-related. The tire industry over the years have come up with innovations such as foam inserts, self-sealing tires, and run-flat technology, but we've never had the technology seen in mainstream transportation that we're going to talk about today. So talking about technology going way back into time, the first run-flat tire, and we'll get into that, but the first run-flat tire was in the mid-30s. They actually were thinking about it or had that problem back then. So describe like run flat versus what we're talking about airless. Brian, what would you call air uh, run flat? What would your description be? It's a pneumatic tire. It's got to have air to operate, but it's got either construction in the sidewall of the tire or an insert or another component within the tire cavity that allows it to have extended mobility. So you can drive with no air for a short period of time, typically under 50 miles an hour, up to about 50 miles. But you can't just keep going and going like the airless technology. So really, uh, up until this idea of airless, that's been the latest and greatest. It's been the run-flat technology. Yeah, run-flats have been around, like you said, since the 30s. And gosh, you dial dial it back to that era. Cars used to come with two or more spare tires because they had so many flat tires that they're you go to the grocery store, you're going to be fixing a flat on your way there and your way back. Oh, that's no fun. You know, and Michelin was the one that brought that somewhat mainstream back in the 30s with the foam lining, the combination foam lining and pneumatic. And when I say pneumatic, we're talking about air-filled. Bill, I know you came back to me uh, in a previous podcast and said, jargon alert, what's pneumatic? Well, that's air-filled. It turned out then that the tire that Michelin had produced was effective, but it was too expensive for the automotive business at that time. So they later used it on armored vehicles. That makes sense. And the Humvee's got quite the system in it. It's got either a rubber insert or a aluminum insert built right inside the wheel. So when the tire goes flat and gets shot out, it drops down on this insert and can keep going and going and going. Press, it wouldn't be the most comfortable, but probably it's not that comfortable to get going. Comfort is not the point. No, just getting from one place to the other without a breakdown. And to actually change one of those on the Humvees takes about two hours a piece. Each tire. Each tire, because you got to contain that insert, and it's quite the challenge. 
So the Runflat technology has been around for a while. Goodyear and Chrysler partnered to produce a tire for one of their cars back in the late 50s, and then Dunlop launched a Runflat tire for Europe's Rover P6. I'd never heard of that car until I looked it up, but that was in the 70s. So we've been fighting this flat tire issue for a long, long time. And uh, as we're going to find out soon here, it might just be getting better in the future. So really, with the airless tire technology, just like it says, we're not going to need air. You might need something to breathe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But our tires might go airless. So there's a lot of opinions on this, and it's just really a cool thing to talk about. Three of the major tire manufacturers have actually been working on this for quite a while. I think since back in 19 or 2004, 2005. And in my research, what I found is that Bridgestone is one of those manufacturers. They've been working on a concept tire for quite a while now. And they still, I don't believe, have brought it out in a lot of testing, real-life testing. But they call it their Gen 2 air-free concept tire. And Goodyear actually has some rolling on the ground. I was not aware of that. That's pretty cool. They're actually an industry first for a non-pneumatic tire called NPT. And they have been testing it for quite a while now on autonomous vehicles in a city setting, and that's actually in Jacksonville. So that started back in 2019. So I'd say it's the best way to test it. Nobody's at stake, only the pedestrians. Yeah, walking by. (laughs) But nobody's behind the wheel on that. And they've actually used it on some autonomous delivery vehicles in a college atmosphere type setting. Sounds like things are going good. Everything seemed positive in the research that I had come across. And then Michelin is very active. That's the third manufacturer that we're talking about. Very active with the airless technology. And their product is called the Uptis. What does that stand for? Unique Puncture Proof Tire System. Well, there, that's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Wow. (laughs) You go. (laughs) I did my research. (laughs) And that one actually is the closest to reality at this point from an actual being used with people involved. Michelin and GM actually has formed a partnership, and that tire is actually slated for original equipment in 2024 on a GM car. So here it comes, everybody. It's not far away. But what we do see in today's world is the Michelin Tweel. Give us a little bit of insight on the Tweel. What exactly is that? It's for off-road applications typically on a skid steer in farming or construction where to have a tire go flat is really common, running over nails or rebar or whatever. So they've been in use for quite a while now. It allows the operator to keep going because there's obviously no air in the tire and it can run over pretty much anything and keep going strong. So the technology that we see today that is real today is the Michelin Tweel. So what does TWEEL stand for? I have no idea. (laughs) Tire and wheel? (laughs) I think tire and wheel. So it's a combination. It's all one piece. It's definitely all one piece. You buy it and install it on your machine. You take the rim off along with the pneumatic tire that it would have come with. It's truly a puncture-proof tire so that off-road applications, you can keep going after running over pretty much anything that would take down a normal pneumatic tire. So that's technology that we see today. Yeah. We actually at Sherrill Tire and Service have sold these tires. We have these tires available, providing they are available to us. We are able to uh, sell them to construction companies. It's specific applications. It's typically on a skid steer. And we've been doing it for several years now, and they work out really, really well. 
in those applications that are prone to getting tire. So what is the wear and tear on it? I mean, has have they gone so many years that we've not replaced one? Or when you have to replace it, what is the wear and tear that you're seeing? It's typical with a skid steer in that application, a normal pneumatic tire. So it's really the tread that wears out and yep. not the infrastructure Correct. of the twheel. Yep. Unfortunately, there's no technology at this point. You take it off and put another one on. But yeah, it wears out just like a regular tire. With uh, construction-type businesses, downtime is very, very important. And like you said, you cannot puncture this tire. You can't make it immobile. It's got no air, so it can't lose it. Now, we've gotten listener questions in the past asking one particular that I remember asked, uh, how would this do off-road on my pickup truck? Unfortunately, the twheel is not available for that application at this time, but going to make the assumption that's coming up in the future. Maybe some more testing. I'm sure there's going to be significantly more testing for off-road application on a full-size vehicle. They're currently, as you talked about, testing it in warm climates, in controlled environments. It's going to be a bit before it's mainstream. Well, as with every All About the Car podcast, we always break away for a Wisconsin road trip. And we were just talking about off-roading and getting dirty and muddy. And that's exactly where we're going We're going to head up to Apple Valley Farms Off-Road Park. Where is that located in Wisconsin? Up near between Dresser and St. Croix Falls. Okay, so I'm picturing the upper west west corner (laughs) of the state. Mississippi. And the name says it all, Off-Road Park. Mississippi River. (laughs) Where the St. Croix River dumps into the Mississippi River. The nose of the Indian's face as you look at the map of Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So this is going to be definitely a road trip. We're going to go north with this one. We're going to take our off-road buggy or pickup truck or Jeep, or we're just going to go up there and watch everybody else play in the mud and have a good time. Cross over on Highway 8, so you can get an idea how far north you are. Highway 8 goes straight to St. Croix Falls. Now, the big players at the Apple Valley Farm Off-Road Park is a member organization called Real Performance Machines. They are based out of the Twin Cities, but they've got some pretty crazy and wild rides. You can check them out, look them up online. There are two weekends that they are open to the public, and you can camp there as well. So you got to check it out. Definitely can get down and dirty, and maybe a good place to test this airless technology once that comes around. I don't know about that. Looking at <laughs> looking at some of these vehicles, it looks like they do a lot of rock crawling, which is really hard on sidewalls. And if and you don't have a sidewall? If you don't have a sidewall, <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and it's definitely some good information online. Check them out. They've got different types of trail systems within the Apple Valley Farms Off-Road Park that goes from easy to expert. So it's pretty much like any kind of trail system, whether it be Bicycle, hiking, anything like that, easy to expert, and you got to check it out because it's definitely going to be a fun and muddy weekend. Looks pretty cool. It's also open in the winter, so that's awesome. That's great. Those are some hardcore four-wheelers doing this in the wintertime. Yeah, things are <laughs> definitely more prone to braking when it's below zero. All right, hop back in the vehicle and get back to our podcast about airless tire technology and... Yeah, we'll get into some more conversations in regards to this new technology that we just might see in the future. And some of the reasons why this technology has come to light, 
The obvious reason is to not get a flat tire. And again, I came back, I'll come back to my previous comment that 60% of roadside breakdowns are tire related. I would think that almost eliminate that. But what are some of the other reasons and benefits to the world of going airless with airless tire technology? Well, it's just not about the flat tire anymore. With the materials that they're using it, less raw materials, there's no need for a spare, obviously. Oh, that's a good point. You're not going to have air in it for repair and throw it in your (laughs) trunk and get to somewhere. (laughs) So we're actually going to possibly even lighten up the vehicle, too, by not having that spare tire hanging there. Yep, and uh, more time for traveling versus trying to worry about all the mechanicals going in, make sure your tires are all ready to go for a trip. Do you have enough tread? Less tires in the landfill. Oh. So that for our economy, that would be a lot better. Good point. The materials that are used, it's actually for recyclable versus, well, well, we do that now with our tires, but thermoplastics is recyclable. That's what's in the tire itself. They say that's easily recyclable, a lot easier (laughs) than rubber tire. And I think also, if there's no air in it, then you can't under... Under Under or over inflate it. It's going to be always the same. So your rolling resistance would remain constant. So fuel economy will obviously go up because of that. And one of the biggest reasons for irregular tire wear in today's pneumatic tires is either over or under inflation. That's a big piece or a big part of why our tires wear funny and start making weird noises. If you didn't have to worry about inflation at all, that should really make a big difference when and it comes the, to where then the TPMS light goes away. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? So watch out. Another industry will bite the dust. The, yes. the, the company that makes all the TPMS monitors and systems. <laughs> a come and go in our lifetime, like the fax machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the what? The, yeah. You know, what's kind of scary about this whole thing is with 60% less roadside breakdowns, this could make the autonomous vehicles reality much quicker. I can appreciate that since those vehicles just would keep going and going and going. Absolutely. I'll think of how the industry would be as if they get them on the semi-tires. Don't have to worry. Everybody's loads will be on time and right. well, at least hopefully. Yeah. But no repair, no sitting down, no waiting in the middle of the night. Now, wait a second. What about our commercial... Correct. Technicians repairing these tires. I think we're a long ways away from that at this point. There's a whole different dynamics with the loads that they carry. There. Ten years from now, you just imagine with what we've gone through with automotive technology in the last five years, ten years, whatever the case may be. Ten years from now, things are going to look a little bit different. And you think about what's coming up. Autonomous vehicles, we see that in the news already. It's already in existence. Yep. Elect- full electric vehicles is becoming mainstream at this point. And artificial intelligence is another thing that's going to play into this as well. Us being able to talk with, also, with a car and the car talking back to us. We're there, I think, aren't we? Well, (laughs) Well, did you see that article with the... Autonomous car getting pulled over by the police? Yes. Right, and going. And then pulled over and did what it was supposed to. Right. The police car then got up there and the car drove off yeah. <laughs> and went across the intersection and parked again. Right. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But that's what is on the verge here. That's, that's what's coming horizon, up. It's quick. on the horizon. And the interaction with maps So just even speaking to your vehicle and saying, take me home or the navigation. Because I think of getting in your car and just saying, oh, take me to the grocery store. And it knows where to go. All right, now with Subaru, the commercials all constantly where it says, you know, you only have a thin line in between you and the other person, or the semi comes across, father looks back, the vehicle in front of him stops, and the vehicle stopped by himself. Right. That kind of scary, but 
Yeah, that exists currently. That's mainstream. Yep. So 10 years from now, who knows what it's going to look like, but and then it's we going to be in, crazy. Right, and then we bring in 3D printing. We may be printing tires at home. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You just buy on the internet, you say, I want these tires. The program gets downloaded and on your home's 3D printer. It just prints the tire and you put it on. That is scary. That is scary. Oh my gosh. That's a whole other podcast, Bill. That is another <laughs> podcast. Well, Printing a car. <laughs> We've taken a short trip back in time and into the future with zero pressure tire technology. And what did we learn? There'll come a day when we might not need air at all. We hope to have you right along next time on All About the Car. To listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, or to simply send us a message, head to allaboutthecarpodcast.com. We'll see you next time.